carrying my recycle tub down to the curb the other day and I started to wonder what the process was with county recycling. Where were my bottles, cans, plastics, and cardboard headed? What was their fate? The recycling trucks drive up to my curb, two guys get out and collect the tubs from either side of the street, then go about sorting the contents into the proper bins in a trailer pulled by the truck, loudly. My guys sometimes show up at 7 a.m. I called Amy Sheriff at Center County Recycling and Refuse Authority. She's the education coordinator there and holds a degree in environmental studies and seems to really like playing in the trash. Center County Recycling is located out past the mall just before Rockview Prison. If you're driving in the area, you'll see countless trucks coming and going, recycle and garbage trucks dropping off, while 18-wheel trash haulers pick up our waste here and take it to a landfill east of State College. There's no longer a landfill at the State College site. I learned a lot about what can and can't be recycled, and the fact that residents can drop off things like big TVs and old computers to the site, along with refrigerators and other large appliances. No charge. Amy was navigating through a mountain of trash when I caught up with her. Her enthusiasm for the job makes her the perfect fit to handle all of the garbage that comes with it. So Amy, how many customers do you service in the Center County area? We have about 800 businesses that we collect um, blue toters from, a bunch of material. We also have 27. Oh, what's a blue toter? Oh, a blue toter is a, it's about a 90 gallon cart. So it's a bigger, it's a bigger tub. It is, so our, our businesses get the blue bins. Our residents, we have about 27,000 residents. 27,000, and what counties? Well, just obviously, Center County. So, so we go all the way to Bald Eagle and Belfont, or is it just uh, so State College area? Our curbside customers are mostly State College Borough, then the Cog, so Harris Township, Patton, Ferguson, Benner. We have some in Spring, Half Moon. Pretty much the the county where it's more populated. So, in the areas where there's not that many people, we have our drop-off bins. Yep. About a hundred of those. Well, I'm in, so. I'm in Half Moon, and you're, you guys come oh, out yeah. there. Oh, we do. We're, uh, I'm in Half Moon, too, so Friday and Half Moon. There you go. <laughs> Fridays yes. are the day that my recycling goes out. Um, yeah, so we, we try to get so as you, many you as said, we can. You said 800 businesses. 800 businesses. How many individual uh, homeowners, then, would you About say? About 27,000. 27,000. That's a lot of crap to pick up. It's, it's a lot. We get about 25 thousand pounds a week. I'm pretty sure that's the number. About 15,000 tons of recycling a year. 15,000 tons. Yes. Oh, that is a lot of stuff. It's a lot of well, stuff. What, what about Penn State? What about a Penn State football game? Do you guys do anything with that? We do. So at Penn State football games, if you're in the tailgate area, you will get a blue bag yes. that you put your recycling in. The Penn State crew collects it, brings it to us. We hand sort it send it out to be recycled. Hand sorted, how long does that take? It takes anywhere, depending on how uh, busy that Penn State game is, it could take anywhere from one to three days to sort. Like a whiteout. <laughs> whiteout three days. <laughs> three days, no doubt. Oh my God, and where does it just lay right here, on, right right by the uh, Center County waste area in your yeah. parking lot or what? Right on our floor in the recycling building. They dump it all in there. The guys just start it's hand. It's going crazy open it up with their hands and sort it with their hands. Oh my God, I can imagine you find some pretty bizarre things oh, we in do. those bags. We do. <laughs> Not just uh, glass bottles and cans no. and, and beer cans. Not just what's supposed to be there. <laughs>
<laughs> well, all right, so how many trucks and workers do you have here that work on site? All right, well, we have 70 employees. 70 total. 70 total, but our trucks, we have 12 curbside trucks. That's it, that's it. Oh, I so, see them all over the place all the time. All over, so we have, but I just found this out, we have about 50 different routes. Okay. So there's 50 routes, the 12 trucks kind of share those routes all week, pick up from all around the county, and then bring it to our recycling building, they empty those trucks out, our crew in the building sorts it, um, gets it in all of their correct categories, make sure it's clean to be sent Clean. Out to be recycled. We want it to be clean. No contamination. We take the contamination well, wait, out. Wait a minute. Clean. If, if you've got uh, cans and bottles, well, if you've got bottles, yes. that maybe uh, there was ketchup in it or something. I guess they're plastic. But what do you mean clean? Let, let you me, do, how do you clean? Let me uh, let me change the meaning of clean. How about okay. non-contaminated? Okay, so non-contaminated. Could be a, it, there could be some spaghetti sauce in that jar, but we want to make sure there's no styrofoam in there. We want to gotcha. make sure there's things that we do not take that the markets do not want, but a little bit of uh, So what you do is you take out what can't be recycled, and that must go to a, a big garbage can and then take down the landfill. That's exactly what happens to it. Gotcha. Big old container where all the trash goes to that people accidentally try to recycle. We do take that out. And it could be that the people don't realize that some things are not recyclable. It, that is why. One oh, other big question yeah. I think a lot of people have are, are uh, something like a big uh, container with a wide uh, mouth on it. Like uh, you'd find a Cool Whip in or something like that. Now you do, do you recycle that at all or is there just a certain place that you recycle that? So the wide mouth containers or um, clamshell containers, anything that's not a bottle, jug or jar. We have six drop-off locations around the county for those. So you can't put those curbside. You do need to drive those um, to one of our six locations which also come here and are hand sorted to make sure that, um, you know, we, we, we can't, a lot of times people do put styrofoam in there that we don't take. Uh, they put black plastic in there that we don't take. Black plastic's yeah, no good. Yeah, no good anymore. So uh. we have to take the black plastic out if someone accidentally recycles that. So yeah, we do take that stuff, but it's a separate collection. And people can find out where those are on your website, they can't can, they? They can, Good yeah. to go. Okay, all right, can you briefly uh, describe what the behavior of these truckers okay they they get in their trucks and they go out in the morning you tell them what time do they start and what do they do during the day how does it all work all right they start around 6 a.m they get in their trucks they start their routes once their trucks are full they drive back to the recycling center to unload and then they uh send out for the next round you know so pretty much they will make about one to two drops per truck per day at the recycling Center. Well, I guess that depends on how much they pick up. Exactly. Right? Some routes might be heavier than others. All right. So, Amy, on, on a normal run, a, a normal day for two uh, two people in your truck, you're saying that they could come back once or twice in, during that day? Yeah, usually they come back around lunchtime, so they'll drive their route, fill their trucks, come back around lunch, dump, go back out, and maybe come back in around 2.30. Uh, make sure their trucks are all uh, ready for the next day. So they empty out again. Empty out again. Get ready for the next morning. Good. Now, I see a, a mountain probably 30 feet tall in front of me of plastics. And uh, this obviously came from homeowners. Is yes. That, is that, and, and you're saying this is probably not contaminated because it comes right out of a homeowner's house. And uh, what happens to this right now? Now, you've got, you've got a lot of, of uh, milk bottles with a top still on them. 
fact, there are a lot of bottles that have topsoil on them. Is that a problem, or what, what happens next year? So lids are okay. Lids on or off bottles are okay. What we will do next is we will take all the bottles, jugs, and jars from the households and the businesses and the bins around town, and we sort them into seven different categories. By hand? By hand. Oh my God, this, that's, how many cubic feet of it's, plastic is that? This is amazing. We get a lot of plastic. Well, and I feel like everything's been moving towards plastic. So, oh, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. there's less glass now and there's just there's just more plastic. So and everyone loves to recycle. So oh, yeah, we yeah. get all their plastic. Obviously, it's a good community for that. It huh? is. It is great. And then we yeah, we sort by hand. So we'll sort, you know, the milk jugs will be in one pile. The plastic water bottles will be in another pile. And so there's seven jelly different ones. The, uh, jelly. Yeah, oh, there's small, small milk bottles here. And oh, oh my gosh, it's just large well, milk everything jugs, plastic, everything plastic. And then once we sort and we make sure that there's you know no contamination and it's good to sell to markets, we bale it in our balers. So we make these big blocks that are about 1,500 pounds of plastic in a like it looks like a bale. So you could reduce this 30-foot uh, uh, oh. tower into maybe one or two of those. Into into nothing almost. Yeah, yeah. yeah they... squash them down. Well, that's. I think the last time I talked to you, you said there are times uh, some of these milk bottles, if the caps are still on them. And they get squished, they shoot off like it's a, like it's they a bullet. They do, except we got a new baler. Oh. So now it's okay. Everything's safe now. Those lids on or off is totally okay so with us. It's almost to be closed in then. You can't just you can't get slammed. <laughs> you cannot. Yeah, it's, we have a really nice baler now. I think one of the problems uh, that I've talked to you about in the past is that uh, it's not uncommon for homeowners and businesses not to know what actually can be recycled. So they may be throwing away things that could be recycled. In fact, when we uh, talked last, I didn't realize that cereal boxes could be crushed down, flattened rather, and be recycled. That's a different kind of cardboard. So how, how can a person get more informed about what you, what you collect and what you can't? That's a really good question. So we have a really good website, centercountyrecycles.org. I say Google Center County Recycles. On our website, there's different flyers for, if you, for a household, for a business, for our drop-offs, everything we take at every location. Now, if you accidentally recycle something wrong in your curbside bin, our guys just won't take it. So that was like the good thing. If you don't know what you can recycle, but you want to try to recycle it, we just won't take it. At least try, yeah. Yeah, but, but a lot of people do like to try because people want to recycle. They really do. And just there's just some things we can't take. But on our website, bunch of different flyers for where you live or maybe the business and it should tell you everything you need to know about recycling. Well, the next question would have to be, whenever you, you get all this uh, this trash, well, the recyclables together, and you crush it down, you sell it. And now, now you can only sell what other recyclers are buying. Exactly. And uh, that's where you make your money. Does, this, does that money support uh, CCRRA? It, is, that, is, that, is that how you, is that, that's your main, uh, where you get your dime? So our, the re money we make from recycling sustains our recycling building. There you go. It, we, and markets are pretty good right now, so that's a good thing. Now, we didn't talk about trash yet, but the money that we make in the transfer station from the county trash almost sustains our whole operation. Wow. That's, that's where the money is. Money is in trash. There is some in recycling, but it really is in trash. <laughs> There's money in trash. There's money a lot. <laughs> yeah, I think I see it on television almost every day. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Okay, so then if someone picks up an item in their home, like some plastic, and there's a re the little triangle, recycling triangle on it, 
Does that mean it, it absolutely can be re recycled, or is that uh, does that mean something else? Okay, so we got a hundred percent away from numbers. Okay. We don't even look at the numbers. What we look at is the the size and the well the shape of the material. So for plastic bottle, jug, or jar, no matter what the number is, we'll take it. If it's a bottle, a jug, or a jar, that's my tip. Even the wide mouth ones. And well, they have to be delivered to some other place. Yeah, so those ones will be delivered, right? So we the can't wide put those mouth. in our, yeah, we so, can't put those in our. Right. In our. Now, what if I say narrow neck, bottles, jugs, and jars? There you go. No matter what number it is, we will take it. Everybody knows the narrow neck. The narrow necks. <laughs> Are there any of these items, these recyclable items, that a homeowner should do something with before they put it in to clean it or anything like that into their into their boxes? A nice rinse would be nice would rinse? be great. A nice rinse. It doesn't have to be perfect, it doesn't have to be pristine, but as long as it's empty and rinsed, the only reason is like because milk bottles. They, yeah, they, milk they bottles. Stink. We don't want it to smell. We don't want the rodents to come in. A little rinse would be great. Yeah, for, for your jelly jar, peanut butter can't be done. I tried peanut that. Butter is, <laughs> peanut butter is tough, there's no doubt, but put the lid on it. Get as much as you can out, put the lid on it, you're good to go. There you go. Uh, now, yeah, uh, with all this material here, you know, I see uh, a big stack of cans. We've got plastics over here, cardboard over there, and I look magazines on the end. That really could invite a lot of pests into this area, like rats and, and raccoons and things like that. Is, is that a problem here? It's actually not too big of a problem because of, we really do. People are so good here. They do rinse everything out. Our biggest your customers, I, you mean? Our customers, yes. yes, they rinse everything out. I would say our biggest thing is we have the, we have birds, uh, yeah. but that's okay. They like to take our paper and make nests out of it, but not too many rodents unless we get some really bad, like you know, milk jugs that people didn't rinse and things like yeah, that. They, they can really stink. Oh yeah. Uh, boy, it's, it's very loud in here all day long. I, I, I imagine you got to wear hearing protection just to, to keep sane. Yes, it's loud. Our uh, tractor's backing up and, and the radio's being played over there by employees. But uh, it's a very dynamic place. A lot of things going on at one time. Oh, there's a lot between the trash and the recycling and just people bringing in. You know, we take things like electronics and wood and tires. So things you can't put at the curb, but you can drive here bring it and we'll recycle it? Well, that's one thing, I, when I looked on your website, I can bring in a microwave oven here, a regular oven here, a refrigerator. Yep. And then you break it down and, and the, the metal gets, obviously gets sold. So that, uh, talk about that. How many other, what's the strangest thing you ever got? Oh, the strangest thing we ever got, I want to say one of the strangest things I've ever seen, it wasn't for recycling, it was in the trash, a hot tub. A hot tub. And, and I'm telling you, in a matter of 15 seconds, it was smashed to bits because oh they gosh. compact before we send off to to the trash. But we, let me tell you, if it's out there, we've gotten it, either in recycling or trash. So so getting uh, past just the recyclables, you have special days you offer to customers as well. Uh, talk about that. About what, are, what, what can people bring here that they might not know? Okay, so once a year, every spring, we offer Household Hazardous Waste Collection Event. It is a two-day event where you can bring those you know, those hazardous items from your house that you really don't want to throw away. So things like insecticides and pool chemicals and cleaners and corrosives and, and all that kind of, bring that. And we do have a list of yeses and nos. On the for website. That, yep, for that event. You just missed it. It is every spring, usually at the end of April every year. We also do shredding, don't you? Yes, so we do shredding at our facility. You would have to call and make an appointment. And uh, every once in a while, we have special shredding events here. One is actually coming up. Awesome.
so we're standing in front of a massive pile of, of plastics, all kinds of different colors. I see some boxes in there as well, some, uh, some styrofoam. What happens here? So what you are looking at is the insides of our miscellaneous plastic ah. containers. It is pre-sorted that you see, so um, it has a lot of contamination in it right now. But contamination is something that can't be recycled. Exactly. So what the guys will do is they will take this big pile, take the contamination out with their hands, so they'll sort the contamination out, leave the good plastic to be bailed and sent to be recycled. So it runs, all this stuff runs up conveyor belts. Yep. I can see uh, a bunch of, of uh, people, up, uh, workers up there that are just pulling things out and throwing them into different areas. Sorting this by hand every day, this is uh, probably not what every high schooler wants to do when they come out of school, but no. this has to be done, doesn't it? It does, yeah, because we, we don't have automation here. We are all, all hand. All hand. I mean, like 70 people, Yeah. But that's uh, 140 hands. Yeah. <laughs> you need them all. Actually, in the recycling building, there might only be about eight guys that sort. So, oh my gosh, that's yeah. fast hands then. The magicians. Yeah, they they work hard. Well, let's go let's go over to the to the uh, compressor. I want okay. to see how this plastic is compressed. Okay. All right. So here is the end product of our bales. You can see there are bales stacked Yikes. all around this facility. Oh, that's really colorful. Look like Christmas ornaments. Yes. Over there. The aluminum cans are my favorite. They're all colorful oh, yeah, and shiny. <laughs> the plastic too isn't bad. So these yeah. are cans right here. Yep. We have how much cans. does one of those bales weigh? About 1,800 pounds. 1,800 pounds, and it looks like it's got to be at five, six feet wide, and, and probably three feet tall and uh, four feet wide. Oh yeah, they we can fit 39 of these onto a tractor trailer. 39. Oh, yeah. A lot of beer cans, Joe. That must have been after the blue white cans. Oh, right? lots. <laughs> College town, right? <laughs> well, there you go. Yeah, yeah. Lots of beer cans. Yeah, we have plastic bottles. We have plastic jugs and jars. I see what are these, are these the bags over here? We do take so we ask paper to be bagged uh, curbside. Yep. So we do. recycle the bags. So we rip the bags open, get the paper loose, recycle the bags. What's what's all that noise here? What's happening? That is we're sorting plastic bottles. Ah, I see. Okay. And that's the bottles falling off the end of the belt. Into the into the, the, the crusher. In, into into the crusher. Oh, is this yep. A, so I actually see a picture here. Is yeah. this uh, what's so this is what we're going to see getting crushed. What you're looking at is the material getting ready to go down the belt into the baler. There you go. But it's lunchtime, so they're not <laughs> they're not working, which is probably a good thing because it would be really loud if they if they were working. But it goes through our baler, gets compacted into the cubes, comes right out. All the way out. They check the outside of it, make sure there's no contamination peeking out. Send it on the trucks. Well, I hope they recycle their lunch their lunch food and everything. Make sure their, their containers are recycled. That's right. <laughs> I see up there, there's another conveyor. Yep. A lot of action around here. You gotta oh, keep yeah. your head on a swivel. You always have to be looking around here. Those look like plastic bottles. Those are. That yep. I'm hearing and seeing there. Oh yeah, a lot of belt moving. So let's go to over here by these sure. uh, all these plastic bags. This is, this is the most colorful of uh, of the material. And yeah, there's uh, some interesting smells back here. Uh, oh, maybe, uh, this is when I said, please rinse, oh right? Because gosh, that, so yeah. what we're looking at is this is yellow milk jugs, laundry detergent containers, which could be um, blue, green, red. Yep. So this is our beautiful, colorful, mostly um, bottles. And it's, and it's tied by, it looks like 
twine or something. Or it is almost parachuting. Metal wire. Oh, that's wire. Yeah. yeah. I have to see the. You know, I think it's, it helps that there are detergent bottles here because it kind of cuts the smell of the milk and the other yes. things that are I say leave out. a little detergent in if you want, right? Yeah, because it might smell a little better. But these kind of, to me, look like balloons. Yes, I, I thought like, the same. I thought these were bags at yeah, first. Yeah, they look like smashed balloons. I see the bags are over there. Another big pile of uh, stuff. Very colorful. Yeah, it it's uh, trash, but it's uh, <laughs> colorful trash. It is. Van Gogh walked around through here. Yeah, they would love this. I, I think it does look like art. Oh, well, you know, if I lit this with a bunch of carnival gels, we'd, uh, we could have a party here. Oh, yeah. A little mirror ball. Yep. <laughs> I guess we're going to have to move away from Phil Collins. Uh, he's, uh, he's really jamming it up there with the, uh, the selection line. But, but uh, So we'll get over here by the, uh, the sure. cardboard. Oh, yeah. Big stacks of cardboard. We've got to be 30 feet, uh, 30, 40 feet tall. Just stacked back in there. You're just waiting for a, a tractor trailer to come in. Yes. So if there's one thing that you could ask your uh, your customers, both the business and the uh, the homeowners, about uh, maybe making your lives uh, more efficient or simpler, what would that be? I would say if they could just recycle the things that we take and not what they wish we would take, huh. that would probably make it the easiest for us because then we wouldn't have to sort out the stuff we don't want and it would just be the material that we want coming in, put into different piles and send it right out. I would have to think that the biggest uh, biggest problem is, is the uh, off-site uh, containers where people just drop things in. It's yeah. not a trash bin, is it? It is not a trash bin. And I mean, there we can't put any more signs on there than we have, you know? Do place here, do not place here, do not leave on the ground. I mean, if they would just look at the signs before they yep. recycle, and if it's something we don't take, you can just bring it home and put it in your trash. Well, it becomes trash too if it's left on the ground. It does. And it's not like your drivers can get up and lift these heavy things, a washing machine or something. They cannot. Into the trucks. You're not designed to do business that way. We're not, So people yeah. need to behave a little bit better at the off-site areas, what I'm hearing. Yeah, if they can just recycle right, there that makes our lives so much easier. And the best place to find out how to recycle correctly would be your website. It, yep, Center County Recycles. So easy to find and super simple website. You a couple clicks and you find whatever you need. Perfect. Well, Amy, thank you so much for spending time with Cans Copy and Mike, the podcast. And uh, best of luck to you. And I hope you get the right kind of cans. Oh, thanks for coming in. Bye bye. Bye. The sights and sounds of a recycling facility are a mix of grinding machinery and a mosaic of colorful bundles of plastic and cans smashed tightly together and stacked up to the ceiling. The smell? Actually, not too bad, but the doorways were wide open. No telling what the place smells like in December. Recycling is a necessary component of our collective efforts to minimize waste and reuse materials that should absolutely be reused. Landfills have a finite amount of space. Recycling just makes sense. Don't forget to log on to canscopymike.com and see the pictures of my guests and their garbage or other stuff. It's nice to put a face to a voice. Till next time.